3: Now, the Cary Salt Company, producer of salt for every farm and home use, brings you the thrilling adventures of the shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. In just a minute, today's exciting adventure will begin. But first, if you're a farmer, here's an important message for you. You have mighty few shopping days to get your free copy of the new 1947 Carey Farm Record Book before the new year starts. Be sure you get your copy tomorrow, because you want to start using it on New Year's Day. The new 1947 Carey Farm Record Book has everything you need to maintain a complete check on farm income. Think what that can mean to you. It'll help you know which crops are paying better, which crops to plant next year, no wonder it's been called the most useful book a farmer can own. And it's free. Yes, sir. Just ask your Carey Salt dealer for your free copy. If his supply is exhausted, then send ten cents one dime to cover mailing costs to Carries C-A-R-E-Y-S, Carey Salt in Care of this station. Be sure to get your 1947 Carey Farm record book right away.
0: The Shadow, who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago of the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Fine Art of Murder. I never meant to harm or frighten anyone. I never meant to use these two hands of mine to kill. They were meant to paint pictures, beautiful pictures. My studio and home is a house along the southern shore in the lovely Sea Island country. I live alone there the year round and paint. One day, I walked down to the forest. I planned to do a seascape. I found myself alone, except for a young girl I saw kneeling on the end of the dock. She. Seemed to be trying to fish something out of the water, and then I—I I saw her fumble and fall into the creek. I ran quickly to the edge of the dock. She was struggling in the water below me. I—I I could have saved her, but something stopped me. It was the sight of her face sinking for the last time beneath the blue-green water. It was a thing of beauty now Her dead face sinking slowly. Slowly to the bottom of the sea. I killed her, I guess. I could have saved her so easily. In my studio that night, I tried to recapture the beauty of that face under the sea. I, I couldn't remember it. The accident had happened too quickly. And then, then I realized I could never rest... So I found the perfect model. And I would paint her lovely dead face looking up at me from under the sea.
1: This is almost the nicest idea you ever had, darling coming down south here for a few days rest before the holidays. So it long. was
0: pretty much of an inspiration, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. think what Commissioner Weston would say, Margot, if he saw us lolling around here on the beach. <laughs> oh, sweetie! Especially sweetie.
2: <laughs> Gee, what a couple of lucky dogs they are languishing in the sunny southern beach while I'm driving my hack through the sleet and the slush I'm <laughs> driving.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of the sunny southern beach, this one's getting a little chilly, darling. Hey, we'd better head back to the hotel.
0: Yes, there's a little bleak now the sun started to go down.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll put the rest of the food back in the basket. if you'll put out the fire...
2: Right. Hope I don't have as much trouble putting this fire out as I did getting it lit. Never was much of a boy scout.
1: Lamont. Mar- hmm? La Mar- listen. What is it, Doc? Listen, that sound. like someone crying. It's coming closer. There yes, yes, yes. yes,
0: she is. She's she's she is the young girl, Lamont. Mar-
1: she's very beautiful. I'm not mistaken. Uh, she's badly hurt.
0: Lamont, she's fine. She's faint.
1: Well... To, the doctor who has a car to set down the beach darling. Remember the hotel, Crisola?
0: That's right. You pick up our things, Margaret. I'll carry her to the car. This girl
2: needs medical attention. fast.
0: A few days after I watched the first girl drown, I was on the beach painting a sundown when I saw her walking along the sand towards me to look at my painting. And as I looked at her, I realized this was the face I might use to paint my picture of death under the sea. The other girl had died so quickly. Perhaps this one. Go ahead. Look at the painting. I don't mind. Thank you. It's very strange. Hmm? Just what?
1: Aren't you going to put anything else in
0: the picture? Yes. Yes, I am. Why are you looking at me like that? Did I say anything wrong? No, no. I just had an idea. I think your face would look well in me. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Look at these long strands of seaweed. Let me put them around your throat like this. Pops, oh, don't, don't struggle. Don't stop me. Seaweed is... Oh, me! let me go. Oh, don't, don't struggle like that. Your face let... must show peace and calm. Let me go. Oh, into the water. It's shallow here, but deep enough for you to drown. Oh, I... No, get...
1: Let me up. Down,
0: oh. under the water. Get down. Under the oh. water.
1: Oh.
0: For some strange reason, I let her go. I stood there in the shallow water and saw her running half-crazy down the deep. How is she now, Dr. James? I can't tell yet, Mr. Cranston, but you're quite right. Somebody or something has tried to drown her. The attack has frightened her almost out of her mind.
1: Doctor, did you notice that she was touching a blade or something in her
0: hand? Yes, yes I have it here a palette knife, the type artists use. I noticed something else. The dress was smeared with sort of a blue green paint. Have you any idea who she is, Doctor James? I haven't been able to get her to talk, but I know that she's Cara Mason. She and her aunt have taken a cottage down the beach. Uh, her aunt should be notified. Well, Doctor, will it be all right if Miss Lane and I break the news to Cara's aunt? I'd be most grateful, Mister Cranston. Their cottage is number twenty, just a short walk down the shore road. <laughs>
1: Goodness, we're here, darling. I almost ruined my shoes walking across that wet sand.
0: Oh, good evening. I'm Lamont Cranston. This is Miss Lane. Have you a niece named Kara Mason?
4: Yes. I'm Miss Margaret Mason, her aunt and guardian. What do you want?
0: I'm afraid, Miss Mason, we have some rather shocking news.
4: Something's happened to Kara. Well, I can't watch her every minute. I've been in my bed with a splitting headache since
0: noon. She's at Dr. James Place in a coma. Someone apparently tried to strangle or darn your niece tonight.
4: Oh. Uh, it, it is?
0: Tell me, did you ever see this before, Miss Mason? It's a palette knife, the kind artists use. Yes.
4: Yeah, I've seen it before. It's his. He did it. He tried to kill oh, us. Who, oh, oh, Miss Mason? Boyd Franz, worth a no good young artist. He's been madly infatuated with Kara ever since we moved here. I warned against him. I forbade her to ever see him again. But I never dreamed he'd do a thing like this. But, oh, if you'll excuse me, Miss lady Mr. Mr. Cranston, I'd better say goodnight for Well, that's a quick brush off.
0: Yes, wasn't it?
4: She certainly
1: didn't seem very concerned about him. niece.
0: No, she didn't.
1: Come on, darling. What are you conjuring up in that mess mind of yours?
0: I was just wondering, Margot, how Miss Mason could positively identify an artist's palette knife when they all look alike. Oh, why she told us she hadn't been out of the house, and her footprints in the wet sand were still in the front porch.
1: Maybe she had some part in this lovers' quarrel between Karen, what was his name, Farnsworth, young artist.
0: Maybe there never was a lovers' quarrel. Let's make it simple, darling. How do you mean? Let's go see Farnsworth and ask him. I got back to my studio as soon as I could after I'd let the girl go. I wanted to get started painting before the inspiration left me. For hours I desperately tried to recapture the look of that face under the water. And then I realized why I'd let her go. She wasn't the perfect model. I still hadn't found a face beautiful enough to be worthy of my portrait of death under the sea. <laughs>
1: But doesn't seem
0: to be at home, darling. The door's partly open. There's a light on inside. Come on in, Margot. I'd like to have a look at this studio. He's certainly been busy. The walls are covered with his the paintings. They're darn
1: good,
0: aren't they? Mm-hmm. Strong, vivid colors. Certainly doesn't look like.
1: Listen,
0: Lamar, what's that? Sounds like water overflowing a tub.
1: Look, darling. There's water running out under the door.
0: Not just. Water, Margot. There's blood in it. Stand back away from the door.
1: What's in there, Don?
2: Man's body in the tub with both wrists slashed. Call Dr. James at once, Margot.
0: You do a fine job, Mr. Cranston.
3: You and Miss Lane probably saved this young man's life supplying those tourniquets until I got here.
1: Kara's aunt told us he's been running after her niece. I wonder...
0: you think he was the one who tried to kill Carla?
1: Perhaps. And then in a fit of remorse, tried to take his own life.
0: These pictures on the wall, wouldn't you say they were created by a young, healthy mind? All except this one.
1: Yes. The strange watery greens and blues.
0: Wasn't it a greenish-blue paint you found on Carla's dress, Dr. James? Yes, but this isn't a Farnsworth painting. No. The name on it is... Craig Elliott. Do you know him, Dr. James? Uh, no, I don't, Mr. Cranston. He's one of the few artists who keep pretty much to himself. Where does he live? It's the last cottage down the shore road. Come on, darling. Why are you staring so strangely at that painting?
1: I don't know him, you Arthur. Know. There's something sort kind of fascinating about it. <laughs>
0: So that's what brought them to my place. That painting that I left to find with. That's what set this Lamont on in my trip. I heard them talking about it as they came up the steps of my front porch. I dropped off to sleep on my couch, exhausted from trying to paint that girl's face in my underwater scene. As they stopped at the front door, I dropped down behind the sofa. I couldn't have them see me. He scratches on my face with the girl that struck me would she sure get away. I, uh, I heard them ring the doorbell. I had crawled out of that line of vision on the studio floor and dashed up the stairway the second floor balcony. As I heard the screen door open and looking down, saw them coming. What a huge studio, Lamont.
1: Look up at that big skylight
0: you can't I sat back quickly, so they the couldn't see me on the balcony in the balcony. It's beautiful face. She the up that It was more beautiful than I've ever seen. A perfect model I've been hoping for. Look at these pictures, Margo. Oh, they're almost like dead things hanging around on the
1: wall.
2: Almost all of them have the same blue green paint Dr. James found on Carol's bed.
0: You had to meet her tonight. My heart was hungry in Carol's bed. Margo. The
1: painting on the easel here. It's
0: just red. What an all to The Perhaps it's not finished. The girl looked up again. And as I stepped back, I bumped against the heavy stuff on the top oh, of the balustrade. And then the thought came to me: it might have fallen on me.
2: Darling, that half-drawn girl, I, I know it sounds crazy. Do you suppose somehow her portrait
0: is meant for this painting here? She's taking my picture. She's coming too close to the truth. I up
2: a heavy step
0: and waited. waited so nothing me. I? You gotta
3: have a look
0: around. Uh-huh. I moved to the edge of the balcony. So, The statue raised at my head. It's fine. to the girl. my chance. my chance. that maybe this man. had a girl It's a Something just to say. And then? You moved the statue from the Now he was directly under me, with all my strength I hurled the statue
4: down. And... Get
0: <laughs> up! We'll return to the shadow. Just a minute.
3: But now, listen, it's winner's time again. Here are the two winners of the Cary Saw contest for the week ending December 7th. Each of these listeners wins a gorgeous $100 17 jewel Harmon gold wristwatch just for writing an interesting letter about Carrie Saw. The lady's watch goes to Mrs. Byron L. Taylor of Clinton, Missouri. Mrs. Taylor tells how she makes her own cough syrup. She uses a mixture of one teaspoon of Kerry salt, one quarter teaspoon of baking soda, and four tablespoons of honey or syrup. Try it, she suggests, for a soft salt or a cough. The winner of the man's watch is Mr. J. M. Ripley of Joplin, Missouri, who writes that he's discovered how to destroy those pesky round worm eggs, which are constantly plaguing poultry growers. He believes in spraying all perches and droppings with a strong brine of carry salt. It's as easy as that, declares Mr. Ripley. Congratulations to both of the winners. And folks, if you'd like to win one of these beautiful gold watches, listen for the easy rules later in this program. Meanwhile, remember, there's a fine carry salt for every farm and home use. For better-flavored food, it's deep-penetrating Kerry's table salt. Or home-cured hams and bacon, Kerry's meat-curing salt. For livestock, Kerry's mineral supplement salt. These are just three of the many famous carry salt products. Always look for the white bag, box, or cotton with a bright red band. And now, back to the shadow.
0: Levant Cranston and Margot Lane, searching for an insane killer who has tried to drown a young girl, Kara Mason, have come upon the seaside studio of the artist Craig Elliott. The artist, watching unseen from a balcony above, has dropped a heavy statue upon the unsuspecting Cranston.
1: Oh, you're hurt.
0: I'll be all right, Margot. The screaming may be turned aside just in time. Oh,
1: Lamont, you're bleeding.
0: Hmm? My head is bleeding. Oh,
1: put your arm around my shoulder. I've got to get you out of here and back to Dr. James.
0: When I saw them go out of my cottage, I ran downstairs. At a safe distance, I followed her. I mustn't let Margot out of my sight now, Arno. Somehow I could get her back. Her perfect state must go in my picture. I followed him to the cottage occupied by Dr. James and saw him go inside. He did waited. Waited for my chance to get her home. Does your head feel better now, Mr. Granson? I'm all right, Dr. James. It was only a scratch. A scratch?
1: Now, why do you think I brought you here? You nearly passed out.
0: How did it happen? Was it an accident? I can't be sure. I think we may be pretty close to finding the man who attacked Kara Mason. Perhaps the answer to why Farnsworth tried to commit suicide. Dr. James, may I see Cara for a moment right now? Well, yeah, she's still not quite herself, Mr. Cranston. In her present state of shock, I don't think you'll get much sense out of her. sudden reaction might bring her out of this coma, mightn't it, Doctor? Mm, what sort of a reaction? Bringing back to her the name of the man I think almost killed her. Mm, it might work. Well, come on, She's in here. Kara. Can you hear me? Kara, listen. Listen to this name. Craig Elliott. Craig? Craig Elliott. Craig Elliott. Do you know that name? Oh. No, oh, no. You can't hear me, Kara. You do know someone is talking to you? You're afraid of something or somebody, Kara. Who is it? What is it? Afraid of her. Afraid of her?
1: She
0: you. Your aunt? Yes. Yes, I am. Mr. Grant, please, no more tonight. Very well. Thank you, Doctor. I think I found out enough. From where I was hiding, I saw them come out of the doctor's cottage, get into their car and drive away. I saw Dr. James come. I jumped into it. She started following them again.
1: But I don't understand you, why. Didn't Tara recognize the name Craig Elliott?
2: Apparently she'd never heard it before in her life.
1: That's strange. But why are we going over to the aunt's house again?
0: Tara's terrified of that woman. She says her aunt beat her.
1: Beat that poor, frail little thing? But why?
0: I don't know yet, Margot. but we'll soon find out, I hope.
1: Isn't
0: that the cottage down the shore, yet? Yes, you wait here. I wanted to hear the car stopping. I want to surprise Miss Margaret Mason when the shadow pays a call. I stopped after James' car some distance behind Cranston. As I saw him get out, yes, I saw him disappear down a lonely beach. I waited a moment, and then walked up to the cranching Why, Lamont, is that you back so soon? No, this isn't Lamont, Miss Lane.
1: Who are you? How do you know my name? I
0: know your name because I was listening and watching when you came to my studio tonight.
1: You were in that studio? Yes. You dropped that statue.
0: Yes, I dropped that statue, and I'm sorry I missed. But it doesn't make any difference now because I'll i will be able to do what I have to do, even though Cranston is alive. Get
1: your hands off me. No, I...
0: I wouldn't stop <laughs> to shame.
1: I'm
0: a very strong man, and it'll be useless to scream. Even your friend Cranston won't be able to hear you from here.
1: Where are you taking me?
0: We are going to the rocky cliff at the end of the road, Miss Lane. There's a cave I found with a little pool. There's the moonlight. See, and I shall paint you.
1: All right. I'll come with you.
0: Huh?
1: I'd like you to paint my portrait, Mr. Elliot. Uh,
0: I knew you'd be sensible, Lee. The other girl was afraid. You saw what happened to her. Come on. very well. Enough. Not along the shore. You're a clever one, aren't you? You know Cranston would follow our footprints in the wet sand. Get back up the road.
1: You've forgotten something, haven't you, Mr. Elliott?
0: What? What are you doing?
1: Picking up strands of seaweed I've seen in your other pictures. You need seaweed for the portrait, don't you?
4: Hello. Hello. Oh, this is Miss Margaret Mason operator. Will you try again to get me a taxi? I've got to get out of here tonight. Hang
2: up that receiver, Miss Margaret Mason. You're not going anywhere.
4: What's that operator? What did you say? Hang up
2: that telephone receiver, Miss Mason. Oh.
4: I did hear a voice. My nerves are playing tricks. It is
2: no trick, Miss Mason. This is the shadow. <laughs> the
4: shadow? I, I can't see anyone.
2: shadow is invisible, Miss Mason. She sees deep into your mind and heart.
4: I've done nothing wrong. You
2: tried to kill your niece, Carol. No. You struck her and beat her.
4: I said to at times. She wouldn't do what I told her to do.
2: What was it you were so anxious to have her do, Miss Mason? Well, what was it?
4: Wanted for the break off with that young artist, Farnsworth. They were talking of getting married, and I'm sure he just wanted to marry her
2: for her, her money, and then I her money. So that's it, Miss Mason. You didn't want her to get married so that you, as her guardian, would have control of her money. Yes. Yes, that's it. You wanted to get rid of Farnsworth, so you tried to make people believe that it was he who attacked your niece.
4: Oh, that's not true. You tried
2: to incriminate him when Cranston and the lane girl questioned you today, didn't you? How
4: did you know that?
2: And something else, Miss Mason. You did go out on the beach. Your wet footprints were still on the steps.
4: Yes, I did.
2: And you know who attacked your niece? Yes, but I... You saw, yet you didn't try to stop him. Who was it, Miss Mason? Who was it?
4: I don't know. But it wasn't Farnford. It was an older man. A large man, powerful. I never saw him before in my life.
2: Shadow will find out who this madman is, Miss Mason... And if you've lied again, you, too, will pay for your wickedness.
0: Here is the cave, Miss Lane. How do you like it?
1: It's beautiful.
0: You see the pool of water caught and held by the rock? I'll set up my easel paint that you didn't make.
1: Don't start yet. Let me rest. That long walk. Morning... No, we're going
0: to start now. Oh, no,
1: please, let me rest.
0: I said we're going to start now.
1: Let me go. You, you promised not to touch me if I came don't, along.
0: Don't fight me. Stop struggling. That's what the others did. Let me go. Let ah, me ah, Into the pool. That's where we start, with your beautiful face. Under the water. Let me go. I, I can't breathe. Ah, you're not down. You must lie quietly and peacefully under the water with the seaweed entangled in your lovely hair. Where is the seaweed you picked up on the shore? Here is a huh? strand
2: of seaweed.
0: What? <laughs> What's that boy. You,
2: you're here. Will this do, Craig Elliott?
0: A strand of seaweed dropped from thin air into my pool.
2: Symbol of your madness.
1: Madness?
0: I'm not mad. I hear a voice talking to me. Yes, but I'm not mad. You are
2: mad, Elliot. Your insane passion for painting death has come to an end. No,
0: don't say that. I've got to paint. I've got to paint a portrait of the beautiful girl's face under the sea. You'll
2: never paint again, Elliot.
0: Yes. Yes, I will. I'll go where I can paint. There you
2: are. I know every jagged rock here. No one can follow me. Come down off those rocks. No. I'll paint again. Look out, you fool. You're slipping. (laughs) Now, aren't you, Margo?
1: Yes, I But it has been a horrible experience.
2: You're a brave girl, darling, to play along with Elliot the way you did. Very clever
0: to think of dropping those pieces of seaweed along the road to the cave.
1: I suppose Elliot deserved it. What a horrible way to die. Smashed to death in those rocks.
0: He didn't die on the rocks, Margot. He
2: evidently jumped clear of them.
1: The fault of the sand killed
2: him? No, it merely knocked him unconscious. And then apparently he lay there right at the water's edge. As the tide came in, he died
0: as justice would have it. He drowned? Yes, Martha. By the time I reached him, he had drowned. In only an inch or two of water.
3: Friends, here's how you may win one of the two gorgeous $100 17 jewel Harman Gold wristwatches which Carrysol Company is giving away. Yes, Carrie is giving away two $100 Hammond watches, one man's watch and one lady's watch every week. Listen to these easy contest rules. First, write 100 words or less describing some new or unusual way of using any Carrie Salt product. Second, print your name and address on your entry. Third, mail to Carrie, C-A-R-E-Y-S, Carrie Salt in care of this station. That's all, nothing to buy, no box stops to send in. You can write about deep penetrating Carrie's round package table salt, or Carrie's meat curing salt, or any Carrie Salt product. Letters postmarked before midnight Friday will be judged in this week's contest. Winners are announced three weeks from today. The judge's decisions are final. All letters become Carrie's property. In case of ties, duplicate prizes will be awarded. If more than one listener writes in to suggest a certain use for Carrie Salt, the winner will be the one who writes the most interesting letter describing that new or unusual use. Send your letter to Carrie Salt in care of this station. Better jot that address down now. It's Carrie Salt in care of this station. Mail your letter today. Friends, don't let death take your holiday. Records show that traffic accidents triple during Christmas week. So be extra careful. Drive safely. Be sure your car is in good condition. When walking, obey all traffic rules. Remember, it can happen to you. An auto smash up can spoil your Christmas. So play safe all week long. Next week, same time, same station, the Carry Salt Company brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the Shadows' daring battle against the forces of evil. This is the New Broadcasting System.